Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode in our series on Pirkei uh, Avot. Today, I have chosen for us two Mishnayot. We are working on the fourth chapter. Uh, I've chosen Mishnah Tet Zayin and Yud Zayin. They sort of go hand in hand. They're not too long, and together, I think they'll make a really nice recording. So, um, here we go. Mishnah Tet Zayin first, the 16th Mishnah in chapter 4. Nebi Yaakov Omer, Ha'olam Azeh Domer Leprozdor Bifnei Ha'olam Abba. Biakov says that this world is like a corridor, the hallway, prepare yourself in the hallway, so they will allow you into the palace. Mishnah 17. Who haya Omer? Biakov used to say, one moment in time of doing teshuvah and good deeds in this world is worth all the time you will spend in Olam Abba. And one hour of peace and tranquility in Olam Abba is better than all the time you'll spend in this world. Okay, so first, right, the hallway. Like you're going to see the king, you know, you're gonna, you have an appointment, uh, you know, at the White House. Okay, so if you know you have the, an appointment on a certain date, so he's gonna start to prepare. You're gonna buy yourself a nice suit, you're gonna get a haircut, you're gonna get, make sure you get a good night's sleep, you're gonna prepare the speech you're gonna make, this is what you're gonna say, where you're gonna stand, what you're gonna do, all the protocols. Right? And, uh, you know, that's the idea. The idea is that we're all going to stand in front of the king. And uh, and therefore, uh, you know, we're going to have to, you know, prepare ourselves now so that when we get there, we'll be ready. We don't know when the appointment is. is an issue. And therefore, every day we have to prepare as if this is the day we're going to greet the king. They say, uh, they tell a story uh, about Rish Lakish. Part of the story is in the Gemara. And part of it is in Pirkei de Rebili Ezer. And, um, and so Rish Lakish says in Pirkei Rebbe Ezer, was actually a scholar. He was a student of Rebbe Oshaya. And he went OTD. He went off the derech. He fell into a bad crowd. And he was hanging out with the wrong guys. And uh, he ended up joining a, a gang. And he ended up becoming the gang leader. Okay? Head of the Shodadim. The, the head of the mafia. Zuresh Lakish. And uh, he, even though he had a Torah background, uh, sometimes people uh, stray. He strayed. And uh, it was that way for a while, you know, robbing and stealing and doing things that shouldn't be done. Until he met up with Ibi Yohanan one day. And uh, Ibi Yohanan saw him. And he was, Shakish mistook Ibi Yohanan for a woman because Ibi Yohanan was very, very beautiful. And he ended up convincing Shakish that if you come back to the Torah and Mitzvot, Masim Tovim, you'll marry my sister. Anyway, bottom line, Lishakish makes teshuvah. And he became, the the effort that he had put into his gang, he had put into learning Torah. And we know that Lishakish and Hanan became a massive uh, Havruta partners for many, 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 many years. Uh, until the end when Lishakish had passed away. They say that on the day that Lishakish passed away, happens to be that, well, it didn't happen to be, but that's what happened, that the guys that were in his gang also went up to Shemaim at the same day. They all passed away together. And uh, they come before Hashem, and Ishtakish uh, is granted, you know, entrance into the palace. Gan Eden, the doors open up before him, Faddal. Nebi Shimon ben Lakish, Yavo. And uh, the other guys in the gang, 
went the other way, door to the left. You guys, the other way. So they said, what do you mean? How could it be? He's our head. You're letting him go over there, and you're sending us to this place over here. How could that be? He's like us. What's the difference? So Hashem tells them, uh, well, he made Teshuvah. So they said, okay, so we'll make Teshuvah. Let us make Teshuvah now, and we'll go with Fresh Lakish into Gan Eden. Hashem starts telling him, oh, that's not the way this works, Habibi. If a person is going on a journey, a sea journey, uh, you know, you need to pre prepare the provisions before you leave the port. If you don't have the food on the boat when you left, so then there's nothing for you to eat at sea. Well, that's not the case nowadays on the cruises where there's much more food on the boat than there is off the boat. But anyway, in those days, for sure, that, they were, that uh, if you don't have the food with you, sorry, that's it, nothing to eat. You guys came here by boat with an empty ship, Habibi. And therefore, see you later. There's nothing we can do for you. Teshuvah is only something that can be done in this world. So, uh, they tell a story about the Hafez Haim. He used to give a mashal that uh, a person had a piece of land and uh, he wanted to build a palace. So he calls all the necessary people. They got an architect and the surveyor, the builder, the the interior designer, everybody, all the people that he needs, plumbers, electricians. And they come to this piece of property, he wants to get a vision of what it's supposed to look like, you know, and so they start measuring, the surveyor measures, okay, very nice. And the uh, architect says, okay, give me a couple of days, I'll come back with some drawings, and then we'll let everybody else, you know, add what they want to add on, okay. After a few days, comes back the architect with the plans, and he says, listen, you know, I worked really hard up and down. The size of the lot is not that great, and I'm worried that if we build it a little too big, this corridor, this entranceway that we want to have, you know, there's one of those big drive-up uh, drive driveways with the double gates to get to the palace at the back. It's just not, the palace is not going to be big enough. I'm, I'm, very, I'm concerned. I think we're better off. Let's build the palace as big as we can first by making sure we have all the rooms we need and all the bathrooms we need and all the porches that we want to have and the outside areas, the inside areas. And whatever's left over, then we'll make the driveway, you know? Because if we build the driveway the way you're envisioning it, very big, you're going to have a very small house at the end. We don't want to do that. We're much better off. Let's build the giant palace. And whatever short version, whatever short uh, amount of space is left, we'll make that the driveway. And the nimshal is very clear. Right? The driveway is this world. We keep building our driveway. We're making our driveway bigger. We're making an extension on the driveway. And we keep putting more in the bank, and more in the bank, and more in the house, and more in the bank. I'm not saying not to do that, because don't get me wrong. It's just that we need to focus on not only that. Of course, we want to live comfortable in this world, and we should live comfortable in this world. And 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 whatever we're doing is is, is l'shem shamayim to do the right things with everything that we're gathering in this world. But the the whole way can't be the end game. The end game has to be the palace. And we need to start putting things into the palace. We need to start preparing that palace and building it brick by brick. It takes time. It takes years. And uh, the, the sooner we get to it, the better. Because uh, we don't want to get there and the palace is only half built. And then there's no roof. And there's no windows. And there's no bathrooms. So we want to make sure that our focus is a little bit more on the palace and a lot less on the hallway. So, right? One moment in time Doing teshuvah is greater than all chaye olam Why is that? Well, in chaye in olam we're static. We are where we are. Whatever we put, you know prepared ourselves for in this world and sent there, well, that's what we got. In this world, being here, we still have an opportunity to build.
uh, we are we're considered even greater than the malachim in this one because the old malachim, uh, you know, have a set time um, daily when they're allowed to praise Hashem, right? Kadosh, kadosh, kadosh. In this world, we can say berachot all day long. Yeah, we can praise Hashem. We can make tefillot. We can make a berachah every time I eat something. I can keep continue to praise. And therefore, the ability to praise Hashem is what makes this world greater than Olam Abba by far, as far as that perspective is. And I can keep on building credits in this world. And we say, uh, right? Those that have, have passed away cannot praise Hashem. Okay, they say, Someone who is in the dust, right? Who is lying in the dirt, and they speak of Hashem's truth. Therefore, uh, you know, our, our, our greatest opportunity for growth and potential to pre prepare ourselves more and more is in this world. Right? It's a mashal for a, a person who uh, who made a made a big party he made a seuda he brought every kind of delicacy whatever you love it's all there delicious items good stuff every kind of hashubi hl goods are at the party and he says listen unlimited whatever you want fadal eat from here eat eat all you want no problem drinks have whatever you like every kind of good we got it all, all right, everything is there for you and uh, and that's what's available for us in this world. All the mitzvot and all the ma'asim tovim, all those delicacies are there for us. Take take as much as you want. The more you want, fadal. You want more, fadal. You know what? There is no limit. You just keep taking. You keep taking. You keep taking. But when the party's over, party's over. You get thrown out, and we're locking the doors to the uh, hall, and that's it. Whatever you took, you took. Whatever you ate, you ate. You can't take anything with you out the doors. Pashut, we understand. They say about the Gaon Mivilna when he was uh, on his deathbed, he grabbed his tzitzit and he's crying and he says, uh, how hard is it for me to leave this world with one second, just one second, holding on to this easy mitzvah of my tzitzit, I can, I can acquire Olam Abba. And I'm going to a place where I can't do anything else. Right? This is talking about the Gaon Mivilna, not just uh, any simple person, right? So, so we need to wake up. We need to wake up. We need to wake up. We're doing great, Baruch Hashem. Everybody's doing beautiful things, and it's not a uh, it's not a matter of you know of not paying attention. It's just shifting focus a little bit. That's all. It, the the goal should be I'm building my palace. Now, why do I want to build my hallway? I need to be comfortable. I have to have a nice hallway so that I have I have a little bit of peace of mind to be able to build my palace. But it shouldn't be that I'm only building the hallway and say, okay, when the hallway's done, then I will build the palace. It has to be simultaneously. I'm putting a little bit into my palace and I'm putting a little bit into my hallway. And just to make it easier to carry my things into the palace, you know, I have to make sure the hallway's a little clear and I don't have things that are stopping me along the way. So yes, we have to we have to do and we have to work for here for this world. We have to live and we have to eat and we have to share. We have to do a lot of things, right? A lot of work to be done in this world. But the focus has to be building brick by brick of that gorgeous palace that we're going to be sharing in Olam Haba. And the Mishnah closes out by saying, when a small amount of time of peace and tranquility in the world to come is greater than all everything that is available in this world. What does that mean? It, says that it means that if you gather all the pleasures 
of everything that's in this world, of the kings and the princes and everything that they had their whole life and put them all together, it's still not equal to one minute of the enjoyment that you're going to have from the peace and tranquility in Olam Abba. I wish all of a, a beautiful day and uh, have a wonderful rest of the week.